Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Is there nothing sacred anymore? That's the question I ask today. Um, This story from last week, which originally broke at the end of last year, December of 2021. Uh, Police across America issue warnings over scammers pretending to play the violin. (laughs) That's a nationwide emergency. What? You mean to tell me that the musicians playing outside asking people for donations aren't professional musicians they don't play in concert halls around america and decide you know today i'm gonna go stand on the street corner and see if somebody will toss a couple of bucks into my violin case some actually have a pre-recorded track and you as a human being wouldn't be able to tell that Come on, it's a national, I'm sorry, a nationwide emergency. You know, instead of simply leaving cases out so passerbys can leave money, uh, these con artists will usually have someone with them either collecting money or play against a sign pleading for money to help with rent, bills, or other financial issues. Some, some falsely claim to be sick or raising money for a poorly relative I won't hear of it. People hawking for money on street corners, not telling you the truth with their signs. It's a nationwide emergency. Stop it. I saw one video where a real violinist uh, filmed herself coming. And I'm guessing it was a her. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to judge. I don't know what the pronouns are, uh, came up and started hollering at this guy for not being a musician and playing recorded music. And she's played all these years and it's just a scam. Okay. You know what? Then you stand out there and play. Go ahead. I am not a fake violinist. Give me money. (laughs) Now, apparently, apparently, according to this story, uh, there are this, like the mob, It's an organized cartel of fake musicians going around the country begging for money. So warnings have gone out uh, in Florida, Maryland, Michigan, Texas, Arizona. I mean, it's a nationwide emergency. (laughs) Okay, come on now. If you see someone with a sign that says, uh, you know, please help. It's up to you whether you want to give them the money or not. If you do, good for you. If it makes you feel better, what does it matter what they do with the money? It made you feel better. That was the whole point, right? So I get, you know, the scam. And, you know, so you walk by, you stop for a second, you look at them play and you go, yeah, that guy's not really playing. It's just fake. But I like the music. Okay, let me put my groceries in the car. It's just that simple. You decide not to give them money. It's not a nationwide emergency. And most parking lots, by the way, you know, there are a number of places where they would call and say, dude, you can't be out here or, you know, miss or it or she. Uh, You can't be out here. Uh, It's illegal. We don't want you in our parking lot. And you move on. We've all seen that. It's just we've all seen the players in the subway. Some are good. Some are bad. 
Some, I guess, are fake. That makes it a nationwide emergency. <laughs> so, okay. All right. I, like I said, there's nothing sacred anymore. When you can't believe a musician on a street corner isn't an actual musician, we've gone to hell. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I'm reading a story this weekend about Prince's estate. Prince, the musician, who died in 2016 already. Wow, I mean, it's incredible. He's been, I mean, six years ago. Wow. Anyway, uh, his estate has finally been... uh, agreed on that it's worth $156 million. They've been having a big fight over what it's worth. One bank says it was only worth like 80-some thousand, and other people were saying it's a couple hundred thousand. And so they've finally come to an agreement between the IRS and the other companies and banks that it's worth about $156.4 million, his estate, okay? So family members have been arguing over what money they get. Now, it's been decided that the uh, the nearly $6 million of this money is going to be split between the late singer's three oldest siblings and Primary Wave, which is a New York music company that bought part of Prince's estate from the singer's sister, and as well as Prince's brothers, okay? So now he didn't have a will, so they've been fighting over this. So they're going to distribute $6 million between the uh, between the siblings. A couple of the siblings have already died. Uh, they're, they're gone. They're going to retain $3 million in reserve as part of a proactive effort to battle any legal cases or issues connecting to the estate that have not been completed. Now they opened up, I guess, his house as a as a museum and a tour so that they could, you know, earn a little bit of money because he owed a bunch of money to the IRS and he owed a bunch of money to the state for taxes and everybody wants their cut. And so, you know, there wasn't anything uh, set aside for for his death. And, uh, you know, money was like everybody wants their money. Everybody wants a piece of their money. Okay. So my question is, what happens to all the other money? Where does that go? I mean, I get that the, uh, you know, accountants and attorneys have all been, you know, racking up millions of dollars of bills uh, to make sure that this is all done right. Uh, It has to be done right. We have to make sure that the family only gets $6 million. But my bill to the estate is, uh, let's make it $15 million. I mean, I don't know what it is. Uh, Tens of millions of dollars is what's being reported. So it's at least $10 or $20 million. What happens to the rest of it? All right, let's say it is only $80 million, worth $80 million. I only said $156.4 million, okay? So now you're at $156.4. I am not a mathematician. I'm not an accountant for, uh, for Prince or a bank for Comerica Bank and Trust <laughs> or the IRS. I'm just wondering. So they say it's worth $156.4 million. So we put $6 million to the family. We give three in, uh, you know, in an escrow account to pay other bills. All right. And so there's $9 million. All right. So now you're down to $157 million worth for the estate. And so let's say you pay all the accountants and attorneys $30 million. All right. So now you're still over, what, $120 million? Uh, you know, maybe 115 million left over. 
uh, where what happens to all of that money? Uh, is that money just poof, just gone? I would like to say that I think uh, my bloodline, uh, I'm related to Prince. And so, <laughs> yes, I know it comes as a surprise, but I believe today I am related to Prince. And so I believe that some of this money needs to be for me. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Just, you know, help a brother out. And before you go, Jeff, that's the way it is. In accordance to Minnesota law, he didn't have any children or a spouse. And so that's what happens. And now you know that this, they're just talking about cash. They're not talking about the worth of the company. That's broken up and it's still part of the Prince OAT Holdings LLC and also Prince Legacy LLC. And they all break that up and split that up. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. All I know is now I believe I am uh, in the bloodline. <laughs> I mean, all these relatives are all half brothers and sisters. So I'm maybe, what, a quarter? What, do I get a million for that? Okay, no problem. Thank you. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink <laughs> desperately. Oh. So good. <laughs> So you know how when you're scrolling through social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever you're scrolling through, and you're trying to listen to the different lives and stories and, and uh, videos uh, through your phone, and it's just annoying, it doesn't sound great, aha, I have the solution, Raycon Wireless earbuds to the rescue raycon's everyday earbuds look feel and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit these earbuds are just comfortable and they're not going to budge when once you put them in your ear believe me raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life and they're priced just right Raycons get you quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. The customizable sound profiles, the earbud tap functions, the noise isolation mode. I, that's my favorite because, you know, I realize that people like the awareness mode sometimes because you want to realize what's going on around you, but I don't. I want the noise isolation. I want to put my headphones in, my Raycon wireless earbuds in, and I want to focus on, I want to focus on the videos I want to focus on, okay? I don't want to be bothered with you other people out there. And that's why I like the noise isolation of the Raycon wireless earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com slash Jeffy today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash Jeffy to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. I'm telling you, I have enjoyed so much. <laughs> I enjoy so much just putting the Raycon wireless earbuds in and focusing on whether, you know, or really just scrolling through, you know, social media and watching the lives and watching the videos. And uh, it's important to me to be able to actually hear and listen to what everyone is saying and not miss it because it's screaming through my stupid phone speaker raycon wireless earbuds are perfect for that cause go to buyraycon.com slash jeffy 15 percent off 
your Raycon order today. That's buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. 15% off buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. Okay, so I see where Gaga posted uh, a video on uh, last week uh, about uh, being uh, in the new movie, Joker. I know, Joker 2. Uh, Foley, a do do. Uh, 10 4 24 is when it's coming out, and the video uh, is uh, of a man and a woman dancing. I'm guessing, you know, it's supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix because they talked about uh, how the uh, new Joker was going to be a musical. And I know that uh, it's particular, and I make fun of what it, the name of it, but it's actually. Fali Adu. Yeah. Fali Adu. Fali yeah, I got it. Fali Adu. And so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, right? I mean, it's the first one was awesome, which we hope means Fali Adu will be as well. And if you're not sure what Fali Adu means, it means the sharing of delusional ideas by two people who are closely associated. So, should be fun. Uh, Joaquin and Gaga uh, being crazy in Joker. So Gaga is going to play Harley Quinn. And that's what it appears to be. Margot Robbie a little wound up, a little mad, saying, uh, hey, uh, I'm Harley Quinn. Okay, Nobody can play Harley Quinn. Well, actually, that's not true, Harley. Uh, I know that you, uh, you, know, you, are, uh, you, know, you are awesome at Harley Quinn, and we love watching you play Harley Quinn. This is a whole different ride with Joaquin's Joker. It's so it, we didn't need you to be Harley Quinn. We needed someone else to be Harley Quinn in this particular movie. And so a lot of people are wound up. She's saying, oh, what's next? Uh, what's next? Uh, Nicole Kidman is going to be replaced with Kim Kardashian. Well, first of all, <laughs> that's possible. But I doubt it. I mean, that's not the same thing. And you know it. And speaking of Nicole Kidman, I see where she has re-upped her deal with AMC. If you've been to the movie theaters at an AMC theater uh, in the last year, you've seen Nicole and how AMC makes movies better. They play the ad before the movies, um, in, with the, in with the trailers. We come to this place... Magic. Oh, she's looking at the AMC sign. AMC theaters to love, to cry, to care. Because we need that, all of us. That Do indescribable we? feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. And we go somewhere we've never been before. Yeah. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn together. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Our heroes feel like the best part of us. And stories feel perfect and powerful. Because here, they are. <sighs> AMC Theaters. We make movies better. Thank you. AMC is definitely in love with Nicole, and I know that they had their big earnings call where the CEO, Adam Aaron, showered Kidman with praise. Yeah, we love you so much. Here, we're going to give you a bunch more money 
for a new advertising campaign for AMC. Okay, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> she said in an interview that she loved the line, uh, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. And uh, she, yeah, that's true. It does. And I, and I love movies and I love going to see the films and I would love to be able to go to the theater alone like Nicole was in that ad all by herself in this giant theater. Sit down in the middle of it all by yourself and watch the movie as the lights dim and the excitement builds. Yeah, absolutely. But since it, I'm not there and I have to share it with other humans, I'd rather just watch it at my house. Okay, that's fine. No problem. I'm happy to watch it streamed in my house okay it's not the same jeff okay i know i know but what could kim kardashian do that i think not and speaking of movies congratulations to top gun maverick as it passes titanic as the seventh highest grossing release in domestic box office history so it's made a little bit of cash <laughs> Titanic, one of the big, biggest success stories in box office history, earned $600 million in its original 1997 release, and it has generated $659 million, not adjusted for inflation, with subsequent re-releases. But uh, Paramount Top Gun Maverick has uh, overtaken Titanic as the studio's biggest film in 110-year history. Wow. So, okay. I know, uh, you know, Cameron's disaster epic is still outpacing Tom Cruise's uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, okay, so no problem. <laughs> uh, Cruise has got, uh, outside of North America, $1.5 billion at the international box office. Oof, man, that is impressive. Impressive. Making a little bit of cash for Tom. And speaking of making a little bit of cash, I saw a big story this weekend over Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck still being newlyweds, but they're already spending their time apart. Oh boy. It looks like uh, my prediction could happen sooner than expected. So they're talking about the dynamic duo and, you know, how they both have high-powered careers and they're making uh, all kinds of cash, uh, you know, as their own brands. And they're out there and Ben is off making a movie somewhere. And J-Lo is off doing her thing, making big money. <laughs> but they still, they still find time to stay connected during this time. They're talking and texting and FaceTiming while they're away from each other. And uh, they're just, we wouldn't be surprised if they're planning their next big move as a married couple. The Benefer brand is back. My prediction is going to happen. I'm telling you, Ben is off filming this movie now. Now, it might not happen now, and I don't want it to happen. I want their love to be together forever. And I want their, you know, extreme amount of money to just make them happier than ever and have the J-Lo brand and the Ben Affleck brand and the Benefer brand just worth millions, if not billions, and just make them just so happy. But I know Ben right now is working on his Nike film in L.A. And Jennifer is off, you know, extending a holiday in Italy. Yeah, she's extending the brand, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to... I know you're working, but I'm going to Italy. <laughs> I love you, but I'm out. So, uh, I, I'm telling you, my prediction. There's going to be a picture of Ben 
coming out of that Hollywood trailer. He's going to have a cigarette in his mouth and drink in his hand. There's going to be some hot babe standing behind him in shorts and a t-shirt or maybe just underwear. And it's going to be the end of Benefer. I could be wrong. And I, you know, do I, you know what? I hope that I am. I don't want it to happen, but I can see the picture already. So, who died today? Who died today? Roger E. Mosley, 83 years of age. Uh, you remember Roger from Magnum P.I. <laughs> he was no, he's the helicopter pilot in Magnum T.I., Theodore T.C. Calvin. And uh, he, uh, he was awesome in that show. I mean, he was in 158 episodes of Magnum P.I. He was in a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Uh, Apparently, he was in a really bad accident last week and was paralyzed from the shoulders down and remained in critical condition and never came out of it. Wow. Uh, Very sad. Very sad. Roger E. Mosley, dead at the age of 83. Clue Gallagher, another actor, veteran actor, dies at 93. Uh, You remember him from The Virginian. (laughs) What was that back in 1902? (laughs) He was in the uh, 85 horror comedy, The Return of the Living Dead. He died of natural causes. He was a a, big-time old actor. If you see his face, you would recognize him. Uh, he was, uh, you know, his acting career crossed seven decades from the 1950s to, you know, a mainstay in all the Westerns. And he starred as Billy the Kid in NBC's The Tall Man for two seasons. The Virginian, of course, was, I mean, that was on TV for nine years. <laughs> and he was in The Last Picture Show with uh, Peter Bogdanovich's Last Picture Show in 1971. Anyway, uh, Clue... Gulliger, Clue Gulliger, G-U-L-A-G-E-R. No, it wasn't Clue. Amorphophallus. Dead at the age of 93. Then we have a man in India, Muthu Kumar. Muthu Kumar. M-U-T-H-U-K-U-M-A-R. He uh, passed away after he fell into this giant vat of porridge. And there's video of it. Holy cow. So apparently there's this uh, area in his hometown of Tamil Nadu where they have a big festival. And part of the festival is this porridge. So you see in the video, they've got vats of porridge being cooked. And he's, I mean, in this, in the video, you see what, one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven. And there's got to be more back behind him. But there's at least seven of these huge vats of porridge that they're making for the festival. And he's walking along and then all of a sudden he kind of leans back and puts his hand on one of the pot, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the big containers that has porridge in it. And then he falls in. Holy cow. And the people try to get him out and it's too hot. 
And so they finally tip it over and he falls out and runs away and his burns were too bad. Uh, they took him out to the hospital and he just did not make it after that. I mean, holy cow, it's lucky to have been, just didn't die right there uh, in the vat of porridge. I mean, he had 65% burn injuries. Whew, I mean, he lasted. So anyway, Muda Hukumar, Muda Hukumar, dead, age unknown. And I see where we lost another couple. I know. I just wanna, I hate to call the, the pairing dead, but you know what? That's what I'm going to do. It's under who died today. I spoke of Kim Kardashian early replacing uh, Nicole Kidman. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But she's been uh, with Pete Davidson for nine months now. And it's being reported that they're over. Uh, their separation was, it's up. Uh, Pete is off filming a movie and Kim is saying, oh yeah, you know, it's tough. Uh, it's tough when they're, uh, you know, long distance relationships to maintain, keep things up. I know that's what we were talking about the Benefer brand too. So we'll see what happens with Kim. Some are saying maybe she's going to get back with Kanye. Uh, you know, we'll see about that, but I just, uh, I don't know what's happening. Uh, what's going to happen with uh, Kim and Pete separately. And if Kanye's back, I'm sorry. I just dead named him myself. Cause that's what it says in the story. They keep dead naming him. His name is yay. Ah, stop doing that. His name is yay. He had it officially changed. So anyway, I don't know if she's going to get back with yay or if she's just going to find some other B D E guy to make her happy. But, Kim and Pete dead at nine months. Speaking of car wrecks, oh my gosh, did you see the car wreck that Anne Heche was in? Holy cow. So she smashes, I mean, a couple of them, but the big one was when she smashed into this home <laughs> in Mara Vista. Uh, amazing. And she got burned. It took them. I mean, it looked horrific, uh, and she's still alive. So, I mean, it was an incredible time. She, uh, it, you look at the, you look at the pictures of the neighborhood. So she's driving a, you know, a little four door mini, uh, it smashes into through the house. Firefighters raced it, and the, the lady and her dogs were in the house. They got out, they were not harmed. And so then the house went up in flames and so did Anne Hayes. Firefighters raced to douse the flames and she's pulled out of the burning wreckage. Took an hour to get her out of this house and keep her alive. And so then, I mean, they got the mangled chassis out of the house and they dragged her out of the house on a stretcher. Now you see the photos uh, of her being dragged out. It did not look good. She's really burned uh, bad, really bad. And she was in a car wreck really bad. Some of the footage of her uh, from the door cams uh, in the neighborhood, she was flying in that little mini. And so she was driving way too fast. She'd already been in one little accident. She apparently had been drinking on a podcast. I don't know if it was her podcast or if she was on someone else's podcast. I mean, everybody has a podcast. And so, uh, you know, she was drinking on this podcast. So she was apparently under the influence of alcohol. We don't know what else she was under the influence of 
with. Uh, apparently, they, she was because of her injuries, they can't get a blood test, which I'm a little confused about, but that's what they said. Uh, they said because of her injuries, we're unable to get a, a blood test. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. No problem. Uh, so she was traveling at, you know, 90 to 100 miles an hour and smashed into this house. And the house now is red tagged. The person can't even live in it. So whatever money she's made from being in great movies, uh, she's going to be paying some uh, paying some money for this. There's no doubt about that. And remember, I mean, back in, uh, you know, I don't know, 20 years ago now when she split with Ellen, she was banging on people's doors, the wrong house. And she's, uh, she's a little wound up uh, over the years. But she's got kids and she sees women and sees men. And I don't know who, I don't know. I think she's with a woman now. I think she goes back. She goes back and forth. She goes. She's been with a the guy. They have a kid, and then they break up, and she gets with a woman. And then, you know, after hearing the stories about Ellen in the past twenty years, you kind of think, well, maybe Anne wasn't as crazy as you thought. But then this happens, and you think, well, you know what? Anne is as crazy as you think. <laughs> and then I was reminded of her Academy Award performance in the movie Volcano, where she, I mean. A couple of times in this movie, she had a great line. Wow. Right? And who can forget? I'm not sure which was better. Uh, wow? Or oh my? I believe it was wow. That was my favorite. Just wow. I mean, that's Academy Award winning right there. So Anne Hayes uh, injured very badly. Uh, and is in the hospital and people are asking for you to say prayers for her. In fact, uh, the one guy, of course, that uh, would ask for prayers. I mean, he wouldn't ask for prayers. That would be silly of Alec. Uh, uh, that would be silly of Mr. Actor. All right, I'll get it out of the way. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Yeah, that's the rules. I say his name, the gunshot goes off. <laughs> it's the rules. It's the rules of the show. It has to happen. He uh, posted a video on his Instagram uh, saying that uh, Hesh was an Hesh, Hesh, whatever you want to call her, and is an amazingly talented woman, and it asked fans to send their support and love to the 53-year-old actress who is currently in stable condition. At a high. I just want to send out best wishes and all my love to Anne Hesh, uh, who's continuing. Uh, you know, I, look. I mean, I, I guess that's nice of him, but you know that uh, he's such a douche that I just, I just, I, I wish Alec would just go away and then we wouldn't have to hear anything anymore from Alec Baldwin. <laughs> probably should call this segment celebrities out of cash celebrities out of cash I, you know it doesn't have to be a segment now, Kevin Spacey uh, was ordered to pay 31 million dollars to his media rights capital a production company behind House of Cards uh, the Los Angeles Superior Court judge said uh, yeah no you've been uh, you need to pay this company the money 
So Kevin is out uh, 31 million there. He has other cases ongoing too. He's got a criminal child uh, trial in London next year uh, where he's been accused of sexually assaulting three men between 2005 and 2013. He pled not guilty uh, last month, uh, July of 2022. And so that he's got that case going on. Plus, uh, he's got, uh, you know, I don't know that he's going to work again. I know he's made a lot of money over the years, but I mean, holy cow, you start paying out tens of millions of dollars, uh, you start burning that through some cash <laughs> and that lifestyle that you've become accustomed to seems to start dwindling kind of like Alex Jones, you know, he lost the 4.5 million or whatever last week. Uh, but we also found out that, uh, they are now the punitive damages have come out from this last case at $45 million. Woof. Woof. So that's a total of 49 million. Woof. I mean, that's a, that's less than the 150 million they were asking for. <laughs> now they'll appeal it. I don't know how long it'll take for these people to uh, get their money. I know they plan to fight uh, Jones because he filed bankruptcy, but they're saying he filed bankruptcy through his primary company, Free Speech Systems, but a separate lawsuit alleges that Jones has been funneling assets into shell companies to limit the company's ability to pay the defamation lawsuits. Okay, so we'll see. I mean, they claim that he took out like 60 or 70 million from the free speech systems. I mean, maybe he's got it buried in his backyard. I don't know. Uh, why would you put it in the shell company? Sooner or later they find it, right? I mean, you got to bury it in the backyard. <laughs> you have to. And this story said that he faces two more defamation lawsuits over the next few months, one in Connecticut and another one here in Texas. I thought he only had one more. He's got a couple more, so he better keep burying that cash as much as he can, man, as much as he can. And speaking of snakes, yeah, that's right. I said it. Uh, one year ago, one year ago, the West African banded cobra that went missing in DFW, Grand Prairie to be exact, but it's DFW area, the greater Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, uh, is still missing. It's been one year and we have not seen the African banded cobra. So be careful out there when you're in the old Grand Prairie area. Heck, it could be over here by Fort Worth now. <laughs> I don't know how many, how far the African banded cobras travel maybe it hitched a ride on the back of a pickup truck i don't know it could be anywhere now but it's been missing and now they believe that uh it's probably dead now right uh they arrested the owner for intentionally knowingly recklessly or with criminal negligence released a regulated snake from captivity what okay all right i don't know if he's if he's paid a fine for that or whatever. But, uh, you know, we were following the parody account of where it was. <laughs> a representative from the Dallas Zoo said that it's improbable that this particular cobra would reproduce copies of itself without another of its kind with which it could mate. Uh-huh. Okay. There's been cases of reproduction from snake species, the asexuals. I believe uh, in the documentary uh, Jurassic Park, we heard life will find a way. Hello. 
So, I mean, it could happen. And look what's going on in Florida. Now, it's a different type of snake, but they're hunting pythons. Uh, this is this is the big week in Florida now, too. They're hunting pythons down there. <laughs> 800 competitors are trudging through the Everglades right now uh, to get the Burmese pythons. That They're looking for thousands of dollars in prize money. The python hunt runs uh, through August 15th. Today is the 8th of August. 2022 for those of you listening live and so they're out there since 2000 more than since the year 2000 more than 17,000 pythons have been removed from the Everglades ecosystems according to their news release now okay so they've removed 17,000 and they're still getting hundreds if not thousands of pythons I mean those are some breed mother hoppers A female python, according to this, can lay as many as 100 eggs a year. Oh, okay. So cash prizes, uh, $2,500 are available to both the professional and the novice categories for those who remove the most pythons. There's an additional prize for the longest python in each category. Each python must be dead with hunters facing disqualification if they kill them inhumanely or kill a native snake. So if you're a hunter and you're out there uh, and you kill a native snake that's not a Burmese python, do you tell anyone? I think not. And you want to go ahead and uh, delete the video from your from your YouTube channel immediately. You want the GoPro canceled. Don't have that. Don't go, don't go live. Uh, make sure you're doing it on uh, recording so that you can go back and delete it. Registered hunters represent 32 states and Canada. <laughs> you can still go down there and do it. You can register and get in on it right now. Cost you 25 bucks to get in and you got to complete their online training course. So you still got a shot to get down there and get yourself the biggest Burmese python out of the Everglades. You know, might be fun or not. You never know. Uh, last week I did the story about the uh, ambulance drivers in the UK Uh, complaining about having to go and uh, help people for free on their time off. And uh, that leads to this email joke of the day uh, from uh, emailing uh, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Thank you. You can send your emails uh, to chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can always follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And, of course, uh, YouTube is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And I have a cameo as well. Uh, all the links are up in my bios on my social media accounts. So you can book me or listen or follow any way your little heart desires. Okay? And remember the rules. I didn't talk about it during my Raycon commercial rule. But, uh, you know, remember the rules of being a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. You can listen to other stuff, which I do. I listen to, you know, tons of other stuff. And I expect you to. That's what you're supposed to do. But if someone asks you, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer has to be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It's just the way it is. That's the rule of being a subscriber. Okay. All right. Back to the uh, email joke of the day. Uh, And it, it starts off with, Please know that I love you and your podcast, so this joke is no reflection on you. So immediately I'm thinking it's either ugly or fat. (laughs) So, okay, John, you got it. No problem. I, I won't feel bad. A slightly overweight gentleman in London goes to his doctor for some help with weight loss. The doctor gives him a pill and tells him to take it before going to bed. 
He does and immediately falls into a deep sleep and starts dreaming he's on a desert island. There is a naked, gorgeous native girl wearing a loincloth that says, If you catch me, this is yours. He chases her all over the island and wakes up five pounds lighter. Now, he told a friend at work who also could afford to lose a few pounds about how pleasant and easy it was. His friend went to the doctor who told him he could have the same pill. That night, he took the pill and went into a deep sleep and started dreaming he was on a desert island. Unfortunately, he encountered a 250-pound male native wearing a loincloth that said, if, if I catch you, you get this. <laughs> uh, terrified, he spends the whole night running away. But, hey, he does lose five pounds. But he's a little angry and he wants to complain to the doctor. So he goes back to the doctor's office and complains. And the doctor says, hey, your friend is a private patient. You're on national health. Now, you can switch that around and uh, make that uh, Obamacare as well. And it's just as funny as the first time. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.